I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome back to Lantern Rouge Cycling Podcast. Post-Christmas recording, although this is going up a little bit later, I've got my friendly little gecko looking at me, trying to go into the back of the cables. He needs to pick up his act, cleaning up the mosquitoes in this room. Uh, I'm dazed and confused, but uh, Borahan's got a preview, Benji. Big change of the team, kit changes, uh, big roster changes. Yeah. Uh, but first, we have to review their 2023 season. You've got the notes here. How would you assess or how should we assess their season? Well, it's a team that should be doing relatively well on World Tour level with the riders they have in store before 2023. So. Seven Walter wins, 23 total wins. That's the numbers after 2023. But if we take a look at the Grand Tours, they were actually present in Grand Tours, as in Kem not top 10 the Giro. But in addition to that, Nico Denz was a godlike Baroudeur in, in 2023. Like, won two stages and became in the my Giro, enemy. became your enemy. So I can't give him too much credit or, ooh, I'm in trouble. <laughs> Tour de France is incoming. Jai Hindley finishing seven in GC, but he crashed there. So... Without that crash, I think he could have fought for a top five, maybe, because he was looking really good in week one. And stage, and stage. stage win and the day in yellow is nice. Yeah, and it was a big stage as well. It was the breakaway yeah, stage on yeah. Muddy Blanc, where then we had a Vingegaard dropping Pogacar in the back, and it was a magnificent stage, that one. In addition to that, Jordi Meus also won on Champs-Élysées. I feel like that's kind of a... a fluke? Not really. He still did it. He's still good enough to do it, but it's not like he's going to repeat that every year to me. You know, it's not like he's the next upcoming Philipson for me. Does that make sense? Well, yeah, I mean, would you... Let's see. I mean, just looking through the rest of Jordi Mayer's results, like, he's not... Maybe I'm underrating him a little bit, like he's seventh in Milano-Torino, and, you know, Swiss wasn't exactly... He actually wasn't bad in pure sprints. He actually just didn't get sent to a lot of pure sprints. It's kind of curious, in fact. Like, Tour de Suisse is not the best race for sprinters. Norway isn't like a... Uh, well, I lie. Like, Tour of Norway, you're getting beaten by Mike Turnison in pure bunch sprints. So, like, maybe it's because it was a little uphill. Yeah, it's not replicable. Um, maybe, But maybe also he is better than just like, ah, freak... He's like a scrub who just got lucky. Like no, he had he to. Isn't. He had to have been doing good power. He had to. Like yeah. <laughs> by definition, he's not a scrub. He's not no. a scrub. He did benefit from being on the right side of the road on the Champs Elysees, which yeah. that's research and being able to pull it off due to positioning. So still credits to him for pulling that off. I just don't think that on the flat he's competing with the top sprinters yet. Maybe, maybe in the future he will. Now we see Patrick trying to attack mosquitoes because his gecko is not doing it right. But anyway, on to La Vuelta. Vlasov and Kian were 7th and 8th in GC. There was a bit of a, a rupture opening up in the team at that point. And Leonard Kemna won one stage. It was a stage where GC was neutralized and he was fighting against uh, Sobrero, if I recall correctly, where it was like the, the yo-yo effect on Alas Hill. 
But overall, that's that's five stage wins in Grand Tours, which I think that's good. And that's top 10 in every single Grand Tour. I will say, however, that there's one issue, Patrick, with this. I would have expected them to top five, but maybe I'm being too harsh because of the crash of Hindley then. I think in terms of GC, this team is, in the perception of people's minds, worse than people think it is. Okay. In terms of like consistent GC competitiveness throughout the season, throughout the three Grand Tours. And that's not just me saying it. If you listen to uh, Ralph Denk's interview, or is it uh, a dark one of their interviews on the cycling podcast recently, very good interview actually. Uh, and I'll he said right. it wasn't good enough. Yeah, Ralph, uh, I'll I'll I swear. I, they do it every year, but they do it every yeah. year. Yeah, it was Aldo, it was Aldo. He, he said the season hey. wasn't good enough. They, but he said emotions, eh? They fight on emotions. That is, yeah. That is funny <laughs> that people think that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure that's a necessarily a good thing, but or people just say it like, yeah, we, we make decisions on emotions, but it's like, I reckon you don't. I reckon you look at the power data and yeah. think logically who's going to be your best chance to win today. Uh, but yeah, he said their season wasn't as good as they hoped it would be. And I think he, he meant in the, in the stage races in GC in particular uh, with that, because the wins were good. We, as you said, wins in all three grand tours. This team knows how to win, particularly a breakaway stage. They know how to win. Uh, even when they're not necessarily the best in that breakaway. And, and I think the highlight of the season for me is that Jai Hindley stage, yeah. just because that was yeah, I re- I just a, such an entertaining stage. And, you know, UAE are panicking. He's got in there showing just good racing now. So I really like that stage. So, But classics, classics literally nowhere. Like they're they're yeah. arcade in the classics, right? Yeah, it's only the the Bayman Side Classics and the Eshwin Frankfurt and so forth that they can podium. San Sebastian a podium as well. And then Lombardia, Forfoot Vlasov, that's okay. But I feel like my overall feeling is that I would expect them to podium a, a one-day race a bit more than they are currently doing because those races that they podium are also not the ones that are the, the top level of World, World Tour Classics. Obviously, in the Cobble Classics, I don't expect it. But I'd expect Vlasov to do better in the Hill Classics, maybe. In like uh, an LBL, for example. Then look at the one-week races. Him, him and Agita. Yeah. Remember him and Agita in LBL, what, 22? Yes. If I, yeah, yeah, correct. Yeah. One-week races, the same thing with Grand Tours. It's just that they top 10, a lot of them, like Dauphiné with Hindley, Tirino with Kemna, Basque Country with Higita, then Tudor Romandie and Swiss with Kian. And then I'm feeling like, okay, I expect kind of a bit more than that. I expect fighting for top five where they're now top 10 and fighting for the podium where they're now top, top five. So kind of in 2024, it's just... Yeah, I won't go into it too in-depth yet, but I feel like they should just aim up one step higher than they reach everywhere, if that makes sense. Yeah, and I think that's the plan with Roglic, right? It's They're kind of there. Well, they are a mid-table team. Like, in terms of points on everything, they really aren't. But it is surprising when you when you see that Alperson de Kernick, Lotto Destiny, Groupama... Bahrain by a big margin are way ahead of Bora Hansgrohe in terms of points, which is more indicative of general competitiveness throughout the season. And they were 10th, so firmly a, mid, a mid-table team in, in 2023, yeah. uh, just with a couple more, obviously more premier wins than, say, a Groupama uh, and EF. But 
maybe they just they were just missing that that finisher yeah. uh, in terms of roles. But they do have a lot of money as well tied up in guys that that maybe didn't perform, like uh, like Buchmann, like like Bennett this season. Uh, he's obviously gone now. Like Jungles, like Sharkman. So like Vla- like Vlasov, really. Yeah, because like a, a rider like Bullet is also he podiumed Roubaix back in the day. Like this is a rider that's not super cheap anymore as a consequence, I would reckon. So it's not like he's no. on two hundred k. German. So they expect him to to perform well. And yes, he's a good ruler, but there are cheaper versions that kind of do the ruler work that Bullet can do. But you'd expect more than just that from Bullet, is how I I would say it. But uh, let's go to those outgoing transfers for a second. Bennett is going, like you said, to Decathlon Ajuzer. Condal is going to a little trek. Paul at UAE Team Emirates. First of all, those three. I think those are three riders that were on notable salaries. Conrad, because oh, of his yeah, past. good money. Top 10 in Giro and so forth. Those three riders are on decent money. So it's logical to me that they let them go, even though I think they'll miss Paul it. I don't think they can financially compete with UE2 Emirates on that. So that's no, they one said where you that. just have to... Yeah, they said it just, just wasn't worth Hands up, fuck it, let him go. The other ones, Edis Helling going to Astana, Fabro going to Polti Cometa, Matthew Walls going to Grupama, Korechki somewhere, he's just out. He was that uh, mountain biker, if I recall correctly. Yeah, mountain biker. Archbold retiring. Before we go to Ayatobrooks... Before we go to Whitebrooks, let's talk about those for a second. Could they have kept Edith Schelling and would it have been clever to do so? Don't you think that one was strange? Because I swear him to Astana was announced early in the year. It wasn't like, mm, you know, September. It was early and I was like, Edith Schelling, because Astana's not exactly been like the... uh, you know where everyone wants to go to <laughs> to go Perform. win the tour. Like they've not been, they didn't pay rise for a bit. They're not not exactly been performing well if you look at the table. So but, that was strange to me. I think, but I did hear they offer some rise some money. Okay, like, and they do love a Dutchman every now and then. Lars Bom, oh really? Liebe Westra, Westra, and now yeah. Edith Schelling. So they've got a history with Dutch people in their past. So maybe they just like but, having a Dutch rider in. But if you're Schelling, like, and he. Don't you think they always underrated him a little bit? Like, I remember, hmm. uh, and he was, I remember, now I remember, Catalonia stage one. Uh, I think Conrad crashed, and like, Conrad's never won a sprint, right? He's 32 years old. I don't right. think he's ever won a sprint. Uh, he's won one road professional what road race. It was that Tour de France stage. Yeah. And he gets a lot of opportunities, this guy. Like, yeah. he, he, gets, he gets to go for his own race a lot. Uh, case in point was uh, anyway he, stage one of Catalonia he, he, they were supposed to go for him it was the uphill kicker yeah. and Schelling's got a better sprint than, than uh, Conrad yes. it's undeniable and he only got to go for his own race came third there behind Remco and Roglic who were killer on that sort of finish uh, because Conrad crashed and then he ended up winning a Catalonia stage uh, maybe, maybe a month later so maybe they weren't kind of preferencing him where he thought maybe and in that case justifiably hold on why why am i writing for conrad in this situation um and astana said hey you want to lead every arden race because i heard they offered healy a contract 
So maybe they're saying to Schelling, you get to lead Amstel, you're Dutch, you get to lead Bramancia Pale, you get to go for the stage in any of those Spanish mixed, mixed races, beat Aaron Baru, uh, anytime you like. Maybe it's that, Benji. Yeah, that's possible. That's very possible. But I also feel like I still wouldn't have gone for Astana if I was Schelling. I think there would have been better options for him towards the end of the season, I would expect. Just because it's a rider that in the past has performed, but feels like there's still potential to the upwards trajectory. And Fabro's also an interesting one. He's had really good moments in his past. Remember that Tireno stage to Prato di Tivo? Prato di Tivo, whatever. I always say it wrong. He, he got like fourth or fifth or something, I recall correctly. Seventh, the one that Pogacar yeah. won. Seventh, close enough. Fourth and seventh. <laughs> I'll let him go. <laughs> Uh, I would probably do, on his recent results too. He's a domestique, but it's kind of like he stagnated in the same way that Dunbar stagnated at Ineos, you know, where he, he had some performances at Walter level on that Pratiditivo climb, and then he was doing Hungary-esque kind of stage, or was it that Romanian stage race? I don't remember what, what it's called. Sibiu Tour. Uh, for example, on that hill towards the, the end of that race, also those kind of races he was competitive and necessarily for GC, I would expect, but that's kind of where it stopped. He did domestique well in certain races, but it's not irreplaceable, is how I would say it. And Matthew Walls, I think, is replaceable. Gorecki, I don't remember seeing at any point in 2023. <laughs> yeah, I think that was, he's just, I don't know, he was supposed to go to B&B and then they collapsed. Walls is an interesting, he's had a lot of crashes, I think, a lot of bad luck. Like, if you look at his season, he had four months out, from maybe oh, okay. sickness from Hungary to Tour of Britain, only 33 race days. His Neo Pro season was his best, came in with yep. two pro wins out the gate, Norway and Piemonte, but yeah, hasn't, he wasn't able to continue it. I'm glad he's going to Group Armour. I think that's a good spot for him, actually. Yep. Uh, he'll have support? a good program there, so hopefully he can kick things back off there, but I think he'll, yeah, that, it also makes sense. If I was him, Group Palmer has a nicer program, I think. So, yeah, none of yep. those guys are irreplaceable. And certainly the first three you mentioned uh, maybe even add up to Roglic. Or not not nearly, but there'd be some way to it. Uh, and then there's also Kian Otterbrooks. Uh, there was the... Finally, the agreement was reached between the two teams and the rider for him to go to Visma Lisa bike. Uh, so he's out the door. We've already spoken at length about it. I guess what we haven't spoken about, Benji, was or is could Bora Hansgrohe like it, that's the one like if he goes to Visma Lisa bike and yeah. wins the tour or podiums, even podiums the Giro or something, like could they have done anything differently to to keep him? Well, it depends, eh? Like, is the story about the bullying true or not? Are we just gonna ignore it because the teams have reached an agreement or because nobody's spoken That's... about it ever since the team's got an agreement. <laughs> yeah. Like, can we, like, bring that up for a second? Bora, did you do anything wrong or not? Or Kion wants to keep it aside because he doesn't want to make a soap opera of it, but someone I think this. I don't think it's Kion. I don't think it's Bora. So... <laughs> well, I thought it was... Again, like, if someone makes a... Say, say, let's think about it, right? Say someone signs a, a four-year contract, sponsors sign onto the team. Yeah. And then a staff member or someone else makes a WhatsApp group for two weeks about a rider. Can they rip up a four-year contract 
on the basis of that. But that's not the conversation we're having, right? It's like, do, that aside, because I that if that's the, the litmus test, if it's just that, then, oh man, sponsors are in a precarious position, contracts are in a precarious position, but it's still, that can constitute bullying, Or but yep. we don't know. And as you said, it's like kind of, now no one wants us to really speak about it. Like, I did think some of the responses were strange when they were like, like even that Adag interview when he's like, oh, well, you know, sometimes it does rub older riders up the wrong way, you know, when a young rider is 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 obsessed with performance. I was like, well, what do you mean by that? Like, uh, yeah, I heard, a, so, I heard a similar thing from, from Kelderman on the Road Lantern the other day where it, he said it was, it was sad to read, um, but he saw a, a very motivated guy uh, who wants to get to the top as fast as possible, he's ambitious and so forth. Um, but he also mentioned that, oh, I, don't, I don't remember the exact quote, so I won't misquote him, so I'll just skip what, what I was going to say. But then the flip side is, and we were saying this, I was saying this, like, I thought their program in general, like, from an uh, outside perspective, their handling of him was perfect. He had 1% of the pressure Remco's had on yeah. him in his Neopo contract, maybe less than 1%. Mate, they he rejected do... an RCP interview three years ago. For Kian? Yeah. Because he had to study, Why? which is a good reason, to be fair. But I mean, if, <laughs> he must have been like 17. <laughs> um, he, yeah, he got to do Lavenir, which he won. He got to then start the Vuelta, zero pressure, got top 10, really good start, got to do other stage races like uh, Tour de Romandie. Again, no pressure. Bear in mind, it's like his one and a half years into his Neo Pro contract because really he started after properly yeah. after the Tour de Lavenir. So I thought from that perspective, the slowly, slowly approach and, and he was getting good results and performing. I thought thought that was all a really good job. Um, but it, but 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 Dion has if you a don't... lot to thank to Bora too. Yeah. Um, so but ultimately we don't know. We don't know. Oh, well, we weren't there in uh, in the Antiquia every Gatra time. Group. <laughs> yeah. Did it exist? I must have. No, nobody's going to make that up, eh? <laughs> Just to be a strange thing to make up. And the fact um, that nobody's like going out there and saying that it didn't exist. Also no one said that group didn't yeah. exist. No one, you notice that. No one said it didn't exist. It's like, no, no, we supported him. We supported him on the road. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> anyway um, bullying stories but, aside but, because i but, i don't like that topic in this sport i hope that goes away bullying but go ahead but from their perspective like maybe they're like we actually have a pretty standard normal professional environment he maybe. didn't fit in with it and, and there's nothing they could have done then there's, there's nothing we could have done unless we change our whole structure to accommodate this one person there's nothing we could have done to keep him so no like maybe that's it think like we can't Maybe they think we are equal to everybody. We've got a bullying group against every rider in our team, not just Kian, so that seems fair. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But I think it's, it's hard to really draw firm conclusions without yeah. actually knowing uh, exactly what happened. But that's just something to bear in mind, that they will be, if he's a flop at Visma, everyone will say, ah, oh, well, bad apple. And Bora Hansgrohe did, you know, and if he does well at Visma... Yeah, People but, say, oh, well, what, how could they have let that talent go or not, not made him the king? And it's like, well, actually, it, it was a bit more complicated than that. The one thing that stuck badly to me was 
I think Michel Wood, Belgian commentator, you always got to take what he says with a grain of salt, of course, but he did mention that one of the staff members, I think one of the scouts at Bora was like saying that, oh, he, he, saying that he was a bad apple, Keon, and that uh, Yambo will realize that soon enough. But how bad can an apple be if you win Avenir so young? And if you are one of the best performing youngsters on their first Grand Tour, behind Pogacar and so forth. Like, as in Pogacar, our first Grand Tour was great as well, obviously. The, the Velta, if I recall correctly, podium. Yeah. But Keon already stepping up to top 10 in his first Grand Tour. How bad of an apple can you be? Even when it comes to personality, you got to be motivated. If you're a dick or not behind the scenes, that, hey, as long as the team can handle that, you should be able to perform still, eh? Yeah, but it's okay to be a dick if you're the best. That's well, like, that's life. It's not a, no, it is, well, we, people will put up, if you, if you go do the business, people will put up with a lot, but if, I agree, but if you're coming eighth, dick. I'm not saying you should, I'm just saying <laughs> in life, if you, if you are the best and you win, people will accommodate a lot more that's than true. if you're coming eighth in the Vuelta, there's less room. Uh, I think so. What was my point? Oh yeah, but that scout said he that said he can't climb and can't improve his climbing. So I don't. Yeah. Uh, they should maybe fire that guy. Um. <laughs> How bad of a talent can it be if your scouting department that you're a part of scouted him? Yeah, it was also worth just saying stuff like, yeah, I don't know if it. <laughs> the guy wasn't directly quoted. Uh anyway. That was a big soap opera uh, during the off-season. It certainly kept us going at the start of December. Um, but, uh, yeah, we'll see how it goes. But, again, they got Roglic in. And right now, yep. if you compare the victories in 23 of Roglic and Erdzebrooks, uh, there's only one clear winner. That's Primoz Roglic. The best rider to change teams since when, Benji? Ooh. Since... Sigan to Total? Sagan to Bora. Well, it depends on whether you consider their entire palmarès. No, 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 no. When, if they're actually not washed. So like, Luke <laughs> just put in the chat, Froome? I don't mean no. <laughs> not Froome. <laughs> like someone who's good. <laughs> Richie Porte to Trek? <laughs> yeah, 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 he was good. He was good, but, but I think this is the best. Him. I think this is the best rider to transfer since, since Sagan to Bora in 2016. Where did Contador end his career? Trek. Yeah, but he won. He he won the Giro. Then was kind of meh. Yeah. Hmm, so it's question, it's actually. a big signing. It's 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 like a. This is not a, a every annual signing. This is not even a once every two years. This is a big yeah. big signing, and they got Primoz Roglic in as well as a host of other riders. Uh, the Slovenian who obviously you know won the Giro, uh, podium the Vuelta, and a whole won a whole host of other races. Is this? I think it's a coup for them. Like they had to do it, right? If you, yep. uh, you got they said they got the money, they saved it up. If you were them, you got to pull the trigger. I think so as well. And it's also we've seen over the last few years that they've been trying to like assess a a group of podium Avengers for Grand Tours, as in riders that could potentially podium a Grand Tour. But there was no one really in there that shown to me as that one can win the Tour de France. They won the Giro with Hindley, but. I didn't see Hindley as suddenly winning the Tour de France necessarily as a follow-up of that. So that wasn't, that wasn't envisioned yet. So they need to find a rider that can do that. 
winning the Tour de France because that was the next step. So Roglic being on the market and they're visibly trying to get that rider and you have the money like you say, then I think you need to shoot at it. And they shot at it. And yes, is it risky? Yes, he's not 21 anymore. He will go downwards in form over the next couple of years. But he still has the potential to fight for a Grand Tour victory and potentially for the Tour de France victory if everything goes right. But everything has to go right sometimes for GC. He's a good rider with a solid TT. A good TT, I would say. Climbing, he's good. Does he win with minutes? No, because he doesn't necessarily drop people by minutes. He, he's a finisher. But that's also a beautiful skill, in my opinion. It's, it also makes the races a lot more entertaining. If the gap is 10 seconds versus a minute, I'm okay with it. But um, I would also say outside of that... Uh, the board the was... Uh, the, board, the Giro was terrible. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> but that's also <laughs> know, because... I've got, you know that Kurt Angle meme that's on TikTok at the moment? Have you seen the video of Kurt Angle? He's just staring at people. Who the fuck like... is Kurt Angle? Brother. Wait, who the fuck is Kurt Angle? He's a WWE right? wrestler. Never heard seen this <laughs> guy in my life. I mean, you don't know Kurt Angle's Olympic wrestler. The um, only WWE person I know is Logan Paul at this point. <laughs> Dude, the angle slam. Uh, I'll put you in an ankle lock next time I see you, Benji. Anyway, he, <laughs> yeah, how I look at people when they say the Giro's actually, actually, if you really think about it, if you really think about it, the Giro is the best race on. It's the best Grand Tour. The it's the most beautiful and it's got the most exciting. It's like no, you you're outing yourself. You don't watch the race. Like <laughs> I'll look at that person whilst Davide Bias is like him and Carol Varchek are doing three watts per kilo to win a stage, and you tell me versus like Hindley against fucking Pagacha and Vingegaard in the Murray Blanc. Anyway, I, where'd I go there? <laughs> um, so I just I just had COVID, so I'm I'm all over the place today. I was just saying the Giro wasn't that exciting, and Roglic, yeah, yeah, they had to do it. Uh, Which also changes the the role of other riders in the team necessarily. As in, Hindley's not the number one GC rider in the team no. anymore when Roglic joins. So and maybe not like, even no. allowed to lead a different Grand Tour. Like maybe he has to be a domestique now in the Tour. That's gonna be I a very serious one. We'll discuss it pretty soon. So. Before we do that, though, quickly, other transfers. Completely forgot about this one, by the way. Daniel Felipe Martinez going to Bora. That was announced so was long strange. ago in my head. That strange. And it's also like Martinez was kind of just not that good in 2023. Like he had previous years that were much better, where he was fighting for GC in Basque Country, if I recall correctly. Won that ahead of. Remco Enko? Remco, yeah, yeah. Uh, then he also was a great domestique for Bernal in 2021, but he wanted to climb up from that. The man has potential to top 10 a Grand Tour, to top 5 a Giro, to top 5 a lower competition Vuelta, but he's a domestique in this team, if all these riders join, right? Four-year deal. Oh. I wouldn't have given Danny Martinez a four-year deal. Would you have taken a four-year deal if you're Martinez? Fuck yeah, you <laughs> see? It won't be cheap. Um, he won the, he won, he's won the Dauphiné, he's, won, he's top five of the Giro, he's, he's won Basque Country not 18 months ago, it won't be cheap. But yeah. man, four-year deal. Uh, Grant, he, as a one-week racer, I love him. Good TT, yeah. good on the easy mountain stages, good punch, 
good racer. Like if you see how, if you want to watch someone managing a a, a tricky tricky final stage to win GC, that stage six in Basque Country, he was just really like really really good stuff. Yeah. Uh, but in Grand Tours, apart from that Giro with Bernal, he's 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 sick half the time. He DNFs. He's yeah. He's not looked good for a lot of the Grand Tours. And then he, sometimes he does come good for a stage, can win a stage. And maybe that's what they want him for. Maybe he's in the Coos role. Maybe maybe that's... But they signed him I before Roglic, bear in mind. I, I see him in the Coos role regardless of this, now that the, the tables have turned. I think they signed him for GC purposes, though, and that he signed for GC purposes on purpose, though. That being said, I think his roles have changed after Roglic joined because the, the tables just turn, and he's part of that thing that changed. But also... I think if Roglic doesn't join, Wellsford goes to the Tour de France to sprint. Do you reckon? Yeah, probably. So Wellsford, so, an incoming transfer, a sprinter yeah. that came from DSM, which Bennett is leaving, Van Poppel staying behind, which is a great lead out still in my opinion. I know you yeah. feel like he's gone down a little, but I think it's still there. I think it also depends on the sprinter and the chemistry between the two, so it's curious of how that's going to work with Wellsford, but Wellsford is a sprinter in 2023, which, in my opinion, is still very underrated, where San Juan and also in the Renui Tour, the sprints that he did there, in the Renui Tour, he beat Merlier head-on and so forth. So he's a really fast, pure sprinter. Problem is, he's not the most versatile, to be certain, and his positioning is an issue, but that's also partially because DSM was goddamn terrible at positioning him well. So if Mpopel can help that, if Mullen who stays can help that, then I think Wellsford can make a real step forward and can be competitive in the Giro because that's, I think, where he's likely to be going then if he, if he doesn't go to the Tour de France necessarily. Right? Yeah, I mean, he has to go to the Giro. If he's not, like, otherwise, you can't send him to the Vuelta. Having again <laughs> made it illegal, so unless you're not going to send him to a Grand Tour, Mate, he has to do the Giro. For seven days, all sprinters, Vuelta, I have to. Hmm... Uh, even some of them are tricky. <laughs> so, but yeah, I also, I would send Wells, yeah, if he can do the first week. But yeah, that's, I thought that was a good signing at the time. I still think it is, and they'll be saving a bit of money in that respect. Uh, others are young Austrian Alexander Hajek from Tyrol KTM. He's 20 years old. Uh, looks like a solid sort of all-rounder, more of a puncher uh, yeah. type rider. So Nice three-year deal there. We'll see how he'll develop. They have a good program for those sort of riders at Bora. Like, I assume he'll do Sibiu Tour or uh, Setimana or those sort of races. So, probably won't see him in the Grand Tours, but, um, yeah, just another German speaker coming in. Uh, Masiuk, the Bahrain Victorious rider, uh, the Pole who took everybody down in the Tour, tour of Flanders. Uh, he, <laughs> he actually is a decent rider. That? As in, he actually we remember Tiberi? We remember Tiberi because of the cat killing, but is what uh, Machachuk did that bad that we need to name him that every single time we see well, him? Well, it's, it's the most, like, notable thing he's done. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I do. He was, like, the punishment was a little bit over the top, I think. Uh, or inconsistent, rather. Maybe it was correct, but inconsistent. Yeah. Uh, he's actually a decent ruler, though. So for someone probably not on very much money, I, I think he's actually a nice signing. Uh, although you know, not gonna, not gonna change your team too yeah. much. Uh, Ruja Adria is from a Kern farmer. He's twenty five. He's a Catalan sort of puncher type rider. Good in like a 
He's been good in the two dot one or the one dot one classics uh, without Flesh. winning anything except a root doxity. I mean, Flesh is a he's twelfth in Flesh. That's that's probably his best big boy result. Yeah, yeah, and it's interesting because like I swear we've been talking about this man for ages, and he was oh, like a yeah. combination between hill classics and also classics because I swear he was doing stupid tactical shit in in Parry Tour two years ago or something. I swear we. We were hosting him in, in something related to Parry Tour at some point. But this, man, this man's talented. He's already 25, so that's not the youngest, but I think there's still a, a move upwards possible. So a bit of a classic yeah. slash punchy situation going on. I'd love to see what he does in an Amstel Gold race, personally. It's just strange he's going to bore, right? Send him to Brabant's Appel. I think he can top five. Like when I heard, yeah, I agree, I agree. But if you can top five Grand Pre uh, GP in the rain, like, you should have the physiological capability of top 10 at least for bounce. So, because Indurain is actually a hard race. But is that strange going to Bora? Yep. We don't have many like, Spaniards going to Bora. Is that weird? You know, it you must say? be. Like, did Pachi Villa, because Pachi Villa has gone from Movistar now back yeah. to Bora. But then, did he, did he say sign Adria before? But no, but someone else has been signing these Hispanophones. Someone signed Aguita, someone signed Martinez. Yeah. Same uh, agent or not? I don't that know might who Adria's agent. I don't know either, uh, actually. But yeah, it's just, uh, I, thought he, I thought he'd go to Movistar for sure. But anyway, I've got no problem with it. It's just uh, curious. Uh, Sobrero from Jake Olula. Not sure if you mentioned him. He won the Giro TT, a Giro TT in 22. A little bit anonymous in 23, apart from that Vuelta break. He got beaten by his now teammate Kamna in uh, and came second on that stage. Curious rider who's like quite slender, good TT, but actually can't mm -hmm. really climb, which always like doesn't add up too much for me. So maybe he'll kick on. I don't think it's the biggest loss for Jaco, actually. And Herzog from Hagen's Berman Action, hugely... Uh, hyped junior he in fact won the world championships junior road race in Wollongong uh in 2022 ahead of Morgado who's joining UAE and won a hell of a lot else in that year including course Lepe junior which is what uh nor not Norsgaard uh what's his name Nordhagen Nordhagen he beat he beat Nordhagen and Morgado in that race in 22 as a second year junior uh is U23 season not the best in fact yeah. Not sure if he's injured because he didn't do Lavenir, didn't do Baby Giro, didn't do Pay Junior, uh, Pay Jasinski, uh, didn't do World Champs. So he must yeah. have been something must have been wrong. Yeah, there, there's something off with the season. I don't know the exact reason either, but it just wasn't on the level of the of the junior years. And maybe it maybe it's just transition that didn't happen as well as he expected. The Herzog transition from junior and U23, and then you're wondering. Oh, why did Bora sign him then? But maybe they already signed him in, in, in the junior years. As in, maybe they already signed a contract saying, yeah, well. you will come to Bora through Agens Bermans. And that way, it was already written in stone. So that's the gamble teams make when they make long-term agreements like that. And Bora wants to push forward on Herzog. And um, I kind of want to see where it goes. I oh, still I've got, I've got the answer like... now. Go ahead. Oh, he said, so he posted on Instagram that uh, 2023 season comes to the end, not the season he hoped for. Till the end of May, things were going okay. Then he got sick several times and wasn't able to train longer than two weeks consistently. Some weeks ago, we figured out that I had water in my heart. 
update, which gives a conclusion why the second part of the season was so bad. Lucky nothing was damaged. Water's already out again. Time to start my prep. Super motivated for the next year with Bora. So that explains that then. Yep. Let's hope, uh, let's hope he kicks on and let's hope we, we yeah. see uh, the progression that we expected from him a few years ago. Yeah. But overall, when it comes to these transfers, by the way, I do want to push in there. I feel like Wellsford should do a combination of the Giro, Renewi to run so forth, but also some of those Bauhaus World Tour races. I want to see him do Polonia. Just clean up some World Tour races. Add <laughs> on to the Palmares of Bora for a bit, because I feel like they should be having more than seven World Tour wins if they send them to the right schedule. Yeah, I think so. Um, and maybe that was what they were hoping out of Bennett, but it wasn't able to... It didn't happen for whatever reason. Um, I think he thought he was doing the Welter or the Tour. I can't remember. Uh, certainly with Roglic, be, and Martinez and Aguita and Vlasov, they'd just be hoping for more than 10 World Tour wins uh, next year. You can combine, Benji, the Renewi Tour and the first week of the Vuelta next year. Can be combined. Okay. But I'm not sure. And Polonia? Roglic. Polonia, right. you... Polonia's earlier, yeah. That's... Uh, that's the week before the Vuelta. <laughs> it's going to be a busy period it. for Wellsford. <laughs> At the end of the year, sorry, Wellsford. Sam, going to Guangzhou. <laughs> no, Roglic will do the Vuelta. Wellsford won't be allowed to go. Uh, yeah. So how would you rate the signings, Benji? I would give it a... I give it... A, it's good. I think it's good. Like, they got in a lot of good riders. Yeah. But in terms of, like, value for upside... Apart from Wellsford, I'm not so sure. But then, like, German world champion in juniors, Herzog, like, you have to sign him, and they did that, so that's good. But uh, I think it's Sobrero an okay transfer Mart season. Yeah, I think it's okay. Sobrero Martinez, not my, not, I personally wouldn't, but Roglic, I think you've got to give him the credit for having the money ready to go and uh, just make, obviously, I pitching, pitching him and, and beating other teams that would have been pitching. I still think that Martinez will be a better domestique than Conrad was. I still think Sobrero will be a better domestique than a Faber was, for example. Will that necessarily be the same type of domestique? Not necessarily, even though Sobrero can climb better than you would think from a time, flat time trialist initially in his early days. So, I don't know. I'm, I'm relatively positive about the, the transfer season, especially with Roglic coming in, with Wellsford coming in. Yes, yeah. they're replacing a... They're replacing Keon Eitenbrook's a potential future great GC talent with a rider that is going to need to benefit in the next two years from his transfer because Roglic is coming towards the end of his career in a few years. That's undoubtedly true. So it's that choice they made. They want instant success versus future success, which is a... They, they need to do that while Visma can afford to go for the future success with Vingega already in the team. So it's a logical trade in my head. Yeah. It's still a big loss. Ideally, they would have kept both, but hey, there was nothing to do about it anymore after, after what potentially happened. So 2022-4 schedule. We spoke about it a tiny bit already. First oh, but just on the points. Just, just, to, just to draw Go a bell. Just on points. Roglic, 5,600 in 23. Yeah. Bora's biggest point scorer, Vlasov, 2,000. Yep. So he's got 2.5 times the point. Like, that is... But they're, they're bringing in the finisher. Points. Yeah, that'll be tough. That's a lot of points. <laughs> that, that's all, one of the highest ones I've, I reckon that yeah, he had yeah, in the last that, couple of years. That's, that'll be tough, but still, you take four. 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Uh, onto their schedule, Benji. Classics. Let's be honest about it. Their classics team isn't, isn't really that great. They've got some opportunities, right? As that could try and anticipate in the real classics, like E3s, the RVVs, and so forth, like Holler, like he did in the past. I want to see what Alia yeah. does. Um, surrounding that, Koch, Herzog, Machichuk. But I reckon their classics focus should be the Kuhne, Brussel, Kuhnes, Gent, Wevelgems, Brugge, De Pannes, with Jordi Meels. I agree. Uh, I think Adag said that as well. Like, the flatter classics, they can really try to do something. I yeah. really want to see Mayus. Uh, I want to see Welsford too. Like Welsford's good in the shit. If it's flat, in in bad weather, wind, <laughs> rain, Welsford's actually really good. And in the that's true. In the heat, in the heat too. In Shell that sort of condition, like in Saudi, Shell the praise is good. So he made like Ur, Group One yeah. as a neo pro. Um, that, was, that was a really good race with Casper van Uden yeah. as well in the same. That was team. a great, great race. Deal. That was a really good race. But um, who won that? Was it Christoph? Or yeah. Was that a different edition? It, I think Christoph hit them with it. Possible. I think anyway. everyone was attacking. There was no control. Quickstep had like three weak riders in the group and it was chaos. Yeah. And Van Uden was super strong. But yeah. uh, they're the race they should target. Even a race like E3 and Genvevelhem seem realistically out of their reach because they, yeah. they don't even have someone making Group 2 anymore. Except Van Poppel. I think Van Poppel's their... And is it Van Poppel their best classic strider? Ooh. I wouldn't say he's that great in classics. He came ninth in Gent Wevelgem. Yeah, but Gent Wevelgem is also not necessarily the, the craziest race to top 10 in if it's a regular sprint. Yeah, but <laughs> who, <laughs> who's better than five him? Wevelgem. Who's better than him? You know who he is, actually. And I'm, his schedule now that I'm looking at it is a madness. Bob Jungles. True. The answer in, is I right here. They have him. Bob Jungles. He True. didn't do a one-day race until San Sebastian yep. on a team that has one of the worst World Tour Classic squads. Why is he doing Tour de Romandie? He did 74 race days or, Valenci uh, or Valenciana. Valenciana's fine, but I'm like, he, in the modern cycling if a guy won Kerner, Russell Kerner and Liège, my mind thinks he can at least participate in E3 for a top 15. Mate. In the way they race it now. Well, he, he won Kerner back in the day. Cavalier yeah. is who... No. Cava, Bob Jungles 2019 is what Cavalier thinks he is. It's what Movistar hope he is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But anyway, I agree with you. I agree with you. Youngles needs to be in the classics, like you mentioned. But it's like, it's a combination. He's won LVL as well in the past, so he might feel Fifth like he fits E3. more there. Yeah. Third in Dwarves Tour. Those were great races. Youngles was really good. And yeah. 
I reckon they should try that again. I would love to see that again. But Jungles was always stuck in this like limbo between all the disciplines to the point that I think he sometimes chose the wrong one. And he was a good domestic. They marrow they marrow schmitted him. <laughs> Facts. They did. They marrow schmitted him. It was him. a great domestic. I will I will add that though. It's not like he was useless in 2023. No, no, I love Bob Yumels. He's like, those sort of riders are my favorite type of riders. Like Kwiatkowski, yeah. different rider, of course, but like these Swiss Army knives. Um, <laughs> they're my favorite, but I, uh, he has to do the classics uh, to me. But um, uh, Herzog should go if he's healthy because uh, he has the sort of profile rider. Hopefully he can do something. Like hopefully he's just the god and, and he's all of a sudden, you know, even if even top tens in some of the lead up to the Tour of Flanders races would be yeah. fantastic, I think it's like a process. Uh, so I would I would send Herzog with uh, those guys you mentioned and uh, try and hope I for also, the best. I also think that Mayo's needs a better a better schedule, as in I agree. After Tour de France, he went to Renoui Tour, then Tour of Luxembourg, Spartakus and Monsignor Giro, Paris Bourges and Paris Tour. I would send this guy to a shitload of Belgian chat GPT generated races after the tour. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, dude. Do they do them? They have done some in the middle of the season. For example, he I know, did... the ta I know the table's not everything, but like it is good to like not be 10th. Yep. And if you can send also riders like Mayus, they like riders like winning races. So yeah. especially at home. Uh, do a Herbin so... Tyson. Yeah. Uh, okay, so that's probably the weakest part of their roster. Now, the part that I think is really looking strong, particularly if Poggy doesn't do all the Ardennes, is the Hill Classics based on Roglic in the past and 2022 Bora. And that is, uh, they sort of got four leaders. Roglic, Vlasov, Martinez, Igita. How will they work together? I'm not entirely sure. The best sprint in that group is... They all got a decent sprint on them, actually. Yeah. And we've seen them sprint against each other. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a good squad. That is a good... I mean, for Flesh, you just go for Roglic. But for Amstel and, and Liege, I think you've got numbers you can play there. Yep, I think so as well. I think Roglic for LBL is still a good... It's still a good bet, yeah, yeah. but I agree that you can use Vlazov and Martinez to respond to people that try and benefit early. And try and benefit from that. The question is like, if Remco goes, please follow with Roglic or something. Or try and figure out a way to catch him that doesn't require you to send Vlazov with him. And then Vlazov getting dropped by Remco later on in the race. So that's like the one thing that I also look out for. But I agree that numbers-wise, they should be looking good for the Hill Classics. Roglic is a good bet for those races. I would love to see. Is Pogacar doing flesh this year? I don't remember. I don't think, I don't think so. he is. Shit, I would have loved to see Roglic versus Pogacar. He can't win that race. What? Flesh. Pogacar? Yeah. He just did. <laughs> I know. So I was, <laughs> I was always like, can't win that. <laughs> I remember the days. Yeah, I was like, fuck. But, uh, oh, well. <laughs> I agree that the Hill Classics are definitely, and also Italian Classics, similar fashion, eh? similar squad. Oh, this team should clean Italian classics. <laughs> Emilia, Lombardia. This is the moment where Roglic can step up to second or first in Lombardia with his team. Yeah. Not that Jumbo was necessarily a bad team to be in for Lombardia either, but I feel like Sir Vlazov Martinez supporting you. I take it. Grand Tours now? 
Grand Tours Giro. We said Wellsford has to go, so he goes yep. to lead out of Van Poppel and Mullen. Uh, and then I don't really know what they'll do with Kamner. If if Kamner wants to be a domestique, he can go to the Tour. Mm-hmm. If he wants, to, I have a feeling Kamner will do the Giro and maybe go for GC again for his yep. own result because the time trial is good for him. Really good time trial. This, the 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 mountain stages are not brutal. They're ones he can kind of hang on. A lot of them. I think yeah. it's a good Giro parkour for Kamner. I'd send Sobrero with him. So we're at five riders yeah. then, right? Wellsford from Popple, Mullen, Sobrero, and Kemna. Outside Both of that, him. I don't really care who they send. Because, like, what do you think Hindi will do? Do you think he'll do Tour de France Velta then? He'll have to, he'll have to do the Tour, yeah. Yeah. But the problem is yeah. Tour de France Velta means that he's going to be combined with Roglic every single time. Well. <laughs> that's the way the cookie crumbles, I'm afraid. <laughs> uh, True. But yeah, they need a. He's unfortunately too good to send to the Giro. <laughs> Whereas Camner, like, they're like, oh, well, yeah, you got to do GC there. Um, so yeah, that's the Giro squad. I think they can actually get some nice results out of that race. Uh, top 10 in GC and a couple of stage wins, I think, would be Bookmark? the minimum goal. Send him yeah, to the Giro to well. avoid having him as domestique for the Tour de France. Yeah, I think they will. Tour de France, Roglic will be leading the team in GC. I presume they'll send Hindley because I think he'll be in the Coos role or maybe even a co-leader. That might be the, mm-hmm. the, uh, the smarter thing to do. Uh, and then they need some rulers. So obviously, I think Jungles is a no-brainer as a stage yeah. racer. Uh, Halle, I think you have to send because this team is, this team is thin on rulers. Like, Denz. Yeah, Denz is solid. Denz is solid. So Denz, Halle... And uh, but can they climb? Dens was. Dens can Dens climb. Like... No, Dens can climb. Dens can climb. Uh, Young can do both. But that's the problem with someone like Mullen, right? Like Mullen, because yeah. you might want to bring Mullen to keep to keep Roglic safe on the sprint stages. Because that that's if you want to win the tour, yeah. half the half the thing with Roglic is is not having him crash. So like it's all well and good to talk about. All right, we need Hinley to do the coos roll to set him up for this stage finish. But fuck, if he's crashed, it's not very helpful. It's you got to think also about the rulers, and I don't think Nico Dens can do that role. Pollitt can gone. Hala, yeah, but not on his own. Yeah, that's where I look at someone. They'll probably be better off than we think. I think. Oh, I, I I disagree. I disagree. I think the danger of Roglic crashing the, is real. No, no. I, I'm just saying it's something you got to focus on, and you got to yeah. you got to try hold hold front position to three Ks. And the guys that I see that can do that, being uh, Mullen for sure, is very good at that. Uh, yeah. And Mayus, they can't climb a lick. Like they can't climb, so can they get round the course? The, the the three weeks can they help in a, a stage start that's not pancake flat? But there's a lot of stages that are traditional sprint stages too, so it's all a trade off. Maybe Danny Van does Danny Van Poppel climb okay or nah? He climbs relative like he hills yes like Laporte Mountains like Laporte no. climbing Laporte 
was really good when it comes to his climbing last year at the yeah. as well, though. But I'd say B-Tech Laporte. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, maybe those guys focus on it and maybe they're like, if you get told in December, hey, you need to be like, a you know, two, three kilos lighter than normal for yeah. the tour so you can get around. I mean, that's six months, seven months. You, you can probably do that. And someone like Mullen probably super motivated. So... Maybe maybe I'm, I'm making a mountain out of a molehill. Just something to bear in mind, because uh, that is something important. Do a you think weakness? Do you think they'll be on the level? Uh, how do you think they'll be the third strongest team at the race? Ooh, as in UAE Visma got, and then UAE and Visma. Uh, we've obviously got Visma and UAE. I wonder how track will fit in. Gegenhard and Roglic is still a difference, eh? Like, Roglic is still on paper, a better GC yeah, rider than yeah, Gegenhard, yeah. but Gegenhard at the Giro was really good. So, if Gegenhard can show up with the level he had at the Giro at the start, and you've got Pedersen and so forth... Pedersen's a him, fucking animal. Pedersen is like... Mate, the stuff he did for Such a good domestique. The, the stuff he did for Schelmoza. Yeah, true. Like, Chigone, <laughs> I, I don't remember where he's... I think he's going to the Giro, if I recall correctly, but... Yeah, yeah, he's doing the Giro. Trek also has a team where I'm like, they could also potentially compete for that third spot. And then I look at Ineos and they're also not too far off. So I'm looking at these like these these five teams. So they could compete for third spot. I think they're probably more likely to be third best GC team in my opinion than than Lidl and Ineos, but it's still fragile dependent on Primos's crash rate, for example, because he's not exactly the most crash avoiding rider, just like Remco is these days, kinda. Yeah, Remco, same same thing. I think Bora will definitely have the best, have a better mountain domestique than either of Ineos or yep. tr- Trek in in Hindley. Uh, Question: But those they might have better rulers. Gus Adam Yates Hindley as your super domestique. Can Hindley compete with Adam Yates in twenty three as super domestique? Oh, with Yates. Twenty twenty four. No, Yates is Yates is like the fucking third best rider in the world. Mm. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah, better than Roglic, dude. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> oh, God. Sort of joking. Um, <laughs> sort of. <laughs> on long climbs and a hard stage, Adam Yates is... Sorry. He is fucking good. I'm s- on Jabella's feet, he's the best in the world. No, I'd take Roglic on her feet. Get the fuck out of here. Lop- on Loport, Rolich yeah, on Angleru and Loport, Rolich Watts were mad. Yeah, that's true. That's true. On a Unipuerto like that, though. I would take I would take Roglich against anyone on her feet. Anyone. Roglic at Bora, will that be different than Roglic at Visma? Oh, I don't know about that, but like right now, like on that finish, I'll take him on against anyone on that finish. But um was this was true. the question? Oh, can Hindley do that job? Yeah, 100%. 100%. Yeah, yeah he, he, was, he, he was on track to come fifth at the tour, let's say. Like, you yeah. put that guy in a domestique role, of course, yeah. He'll be, be happy to he's do also, it. Also, I reckon he can do a nice sprint lead out too, uphill sprint lead out for Roglic. Like, Hindley got a decent sprint on him. Yeah, we, uh, we saw that. Well, we can say we saw that, but that was also against Roman Bardet and so forth at the Giro. No, he does have, like... For a slant, like I'm not saying he's, I'm not saying he's Danny Van Poppel, but uh, he, like he can do it. He can do it's the, like a the Roglic finish. 
between 2016 <laughs> Fabio Otto and Roman Bardet we're judging here. Yeah, they don't got me. Yeah, but I think I think he I think he's the best part of the support. Hindley, if if indeed that's his role, they may be co-leaders. We're just I don't know. I don't know. Martinez uh, is well, also be... good, eh? Which one do you get? Domestique Martinez will show up. Do you, you see sure? Martinez? I have less confidence in. He didn't show up Martinez, in the 2022 Tour de France. Ah, he'll come back. He'll <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, listen, you're nitpicking that one Grand Tour. <laughs> uh, most of the Grand Tours have not been good, <laughs> except well, a couple of stages here or there. But um, certainly those two, are, for a sprint, those two are very, very good on, on form. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I can't wait to see. It's good, it's good to have this discussion Who's going to challenge the two, Visma and UAE? And, and I hope Bora are right there and, and breakaway, like imagine breakaway formation with now a third team jumping with trying to get Hindley in, but also now Hindley's teammates, Roglic, yeah. sitting in the group on the Marie Blanc stage. Like imagine that situation, like that's that's got to be good for fans in the tour next year. So hopefully hopefully yeah. they are uh, firing Vuelta, I think. Yeah, Roglic and uh, uh, whoever else, don't really mind. Uh, to go, I think they. You see that Vuelta parkour, Benji? It's a it's Higita? a good parkour for Roglic. Yeah, I think you need to send Higita somewhere. Do you? <laughs> Stay in Colombia the entire year. Is that what your plan is for Higita? Well, he was at this Vuelta. Was he? <laughs> yeah. He's kind of like. Uh, he's kind of like. Who's that? Was an Ecuadorian guy that was invisible in the Giro three years ago? What's his name? Oh, who was good in Tour of the Alps? I know Cepeda. the one you mean. Yeah, Cepeda. Yeah, everyone put him in. Everyone put him in their Velo Games team because he was cooking in Tour of the Alps. <laughs> and then he disappeared. <laughs> yeah, and then JV got him. Did he? Okay. Was different Cepeda. But Martinez, no, on that Henley, point. On that point. Belta too. When you go to a Grand Tour with the pre-race favorite or pre-race top three favorite, yeah, all of a sudden, you can't just have someone like Higita there filling up numbers and, oh, yeah. oh he, 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 not everyone, everyone has to do a role. There has to be rulers controlling breakaways. There has to be rulers keeping guys safe in hectic situations. There's got to be medium mountain guys. You... There's got to be a guy doing sprint lead-outs for all this intermediates. There's got to be guys keeping him safe to three kilometers to go. There's got to be guys doing, uh, getting in bottles on medium mountain stage and mountain stages. You need all seven support riders for a proper top-tier favorite. You'd almost need to send them to the Giro or something to, to have yeah. them have a Grand Tour this year. Because that's the Grand Tour where they don't necessarily have that, unless Hindley surprisingly does the Giro, which right now I wouldn't expect, but I expect them to do. I think Vlasov will do it. Now that I think about it, should we Vlasov Kamna to Jira? Makes sense. Makes sense. TT, yeah. Yeah, we completely skipped Vlasov, didn't we? <laughs> okay, that's... Uh, what are the realistic aims of Bora? Like, if you're setting their goals, I think it's got to be Benji. One is win the Tour de France. You got a three-year contract with Roglic. That's well, the that goal you signed up for. It's attainable. It's a, yeah, it's realistic. It's realistic. Smart I don't goal. see it as realistic, but I see it as a goal they should have regardless of it being realistic. That makes sense? Yeah. As in, you signed them for that, now try and make it happen. Yeah. And something uh, can always oh, happen oh, to Vingago or Pogacar. Yeah, yeah. So it's not impossible in that sense. The second one's win the Vuelta. 
I, I think it's yep. a win a Grand Tour. And honestly, if you send Vlasov and... I mean, I know Poggy's there, but... Podium the Giro, probably? Yeah, it's not a... It's not an... A it's a good route for Vlasov, for too. Yeah. The Livigno climb, I'm kind of like, yeah, that's a bit long for Vlasov. Yeah, it won't happen. It won't happen. <laughs> <laughs> try and... Try and win a hill climb. Try and, try and win a monument? Yeah, Lombardia or Liège, yeah. Exactly, and in addition, I would also add to the point, you've got Roglic, you've got Wellsford coming to the team. Win more. Yeah. I think win... Be more consistent throughout the year. 15 World Tour races minimum. I'd probably set the goal at 20. Yeah. I think I wouldn't say with those guys, and Martinez and Iguita having better seasons... I think realistically, like to say, hey, we really knocked out of the park this year. You want to have 20 World Tour wins, uh, which is still, it's half of Yumbo this year. So, like, um, yeah. that's realistic too with those riders they got in. Like, Roglic won like 13 World Tour races this year, 15 on himself. So, yeah. I think 20 minimum. And then uh, finished at least, probably finished third in the ranking. And then on a, a, more of a, the sprint train, we've spoken a lot about Roglic, but I, I think. I think have the best sprinter and lead-out combo in the world. I think that's a difficult one against Alperson, but I think you need to try. True. True, yeah. I think they could do it, though. I think Philipson is the best, but I think... I don't think... Without Vanderpool, particularly all year, yeah. uh, I think Boris can be the best. And so I want to think... see that r really click. And then when it comes to youngsters, you always expect the youngsters to make a step forward, like the Herzogs of the world and so forth. But yeah. I would also... Why Lipovic. does Bora choose to work with Tirol and with Hagen's Bermans instead of having their junior team and building a U23 team on top of that towards their World Tour team? It's like they have a gap in their pipeline that they have to outsource to other continental teams right now. Yeah, and there's... But I think they kind of get all the German speakers they want if they anyway. Like they get first dibs on them anyway. Except for Brenner. So that didn't happen. Because uh, like I the reason know. they did work with Tirol and so forth was because they they wanted to fill up that gap. But I I, I don't think it works as well to have an, a, an outsourced team do that than having it internally. Because then you have, let's be honest about it, you you only select a few riders from your U19 to go through that system. So why don't you have a larger pool of U23 riders to pick from then? That's what I... I'd mm -hmm. like to see this team have a U23 team in the future instead of working with U23 teams in the future. It's true. Didn't, isn't that what AG2R just filled the gap with? AG2R had a U19 and a U23 team uh, back Always. in the day. But I think one of them fell away. No? I think, yeah, I, think, I feel like they just filled that gap recently. No, I, actually, I don't know. In my head, one of their teams folded. Maybe Sean the Bailey? junior team folded. Yeah, maybe the junior team. Maybe I'm just misremembering. Um, okay. Uh, I think that's all for this. Oh, hot takes, Benji. Mate, Who do and Wilter wins. How much do you think? Oh, let me just check how many Roglic won this year. Elevator music, tune in. <laughs> well, uh, I can't. I can't say fifty. He won. 
He won th uh, 11 World Tour races, so they won seven okay. this year. And Martinez in one better year, and then Vlasov will probably win one. And uh, okay, but I still don't think in Wellsford. How did they win when they were good? You got to go first, Benji. I'm thinking about this too much. I think Bora is going to make the biggest step in World Tour wins of any team in World Tour right now. Yeah, and I think so. So far, when it comes to my World Tour victory picks that I had for all the teams, I feel like I went backwards with Jumbo, Visma because the lack of Roglic and that Keon won't be able to step up to that plate yet. And for the other teams, it's re relatively similar, but I've got a bit less World Tour wins than you. So I'm going to have to bet a bit high on Bora. So I'm going to go for... I'm going to go for... 18 Walter wins. Yeah, I'm going 18 as well. Oh, man, man, man you're cheating. You're That's taking my pick. Well, because when they had, they had Ackerman, Bennett, and Sagan, they won 22 in 2018. Okay. But they don't have three sprinters. They got it depends Aeus. on the schedule. It does. Wells for Tupolonia. I'm saying it. Wells for Guangxi. You're going to clean Walter wins. Yeah, 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 yeah. He might, but he might, if Wells wins seven World Tour races, that's a pretty fucking good year. Yeah. But like, are you, are you sure Rose is going to win 10? He's doing, a, he's, gonna, he's doing a nasty, he's going to do a more competitive schedule next year. I'll be fine. I don't think he'll win 10. I think Welford is going to be the one that steps up. If the schedule is right. And to be honest, I don't expect the schedule to be right. Yeah. Anyway, 18's, 18 is an increase of... Uh, 11. 2.5x. So, yeah, it's a big, it's a big goal. Uh, hot takes, Benji. Who do you... Uh, question. Who do you think is so out of contract uh, for Bora Hansgrohe is a lot of riders, over half the team, I think. Mm -hmm. Bob Jungles, Vlasov... Bookman, Sharkman, Hindley, Egita, Kemner are the main ones. Uh, we, who do you think is uh, who do you think's leaving or staying out of Vlasov, Hindley, Egita, Jungles? If I'm Hindley, I'm considering leaving because I'm working for Roglic all fucking year. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of it. Kind of. Bites Hindley in the ass, the coming of Roglic. So it depends on whether he's future proof at Bora. If they can promise that the second Roglic leaves, he's king again, then he might That's in 2027. Staying. That is in 2020. Well, depends whether Roglic goes backwards or not. So might already be 2026. Yeah. Vlasov, I don't think they'll resign. Buchmann either. Nah? I wouldn't sign resign Bo Buchmann. Buchmann. They'll resign Bookman, I think. He's German. Depends on the price. I wouldn't have sign him for decent money. He's bought him to Tour de France, no? Or fourth? Fourth. No? Did fourth, him? yeah. Fourth. No, which one? We always get Stevie K and him mixed up. Stevie K podiumed, right? Did he? Did yeah. he not? Bookman, Bookman fourth. No icebergs in the, in the Tour de France, so... No. Not Did these days. Skip? You'd let him go, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I'd re-sign Dens. Yeah, yeah, I would sign. All you the have, fucking rollers in the world. Dens. I'd yeah. keep Palzer. Palzer? Yeah. I mean, if Red Bull pay the salary, sure, but... I, I watched a tour of Turkey, man. He was on fire. Uh... <laughs> Did you not watch the tour of Turkey? Come on, man. It was that huge... I watched it. Yeah, I watched it, but... He, 
Baltzer was a decent domestic. Sweethoff was better though. Sweethoff is a resign. Sweethoff's good. No, no, no. Am I mixing I them up? Pals. I think you. Paltzer, I don't think is very good. Like, Resign I know that they... is what I meant. Zvihov's <laughs> a, le... a legit good rider. Like, yes. he, I think he's, he's legit good. Um, Kemnas there is? Pal... Lipovitz is actually very good. I really like. I think he's. I think he's one of Luke's, but like his Mate, favorites. Or is that Engelhardt? Am I mixing the two Germans? I think you're mixing the two Germans. No, nah, he won Czech Tour. No, no, he's actually he's good. I signed this guy on Pro Cycling Manager three years ago, and he fucking sucked. It's very sad. Nah, Florian Lipovitz is good. They should re-sign him for sure. Uh, I'd like to see him on another three-year deal as a sort of yeah. see what he can do as a climber. Facts. Uh, Aliotti, I would let go. Uh, Gamper, I'd need to see something. Louis Joe Lewis was a strange one that they they signed so so young when he clearly wasn't yeah. ready. Um, but anyway, we'll we'll see. So there'll be, there'll be some changes there. Shuckman's also out of contract. But uh, hot takes for this team. <sighs> think they win I was trying to figure out could they win more world tour stage races than UAE they could but they won't that will be my hot take that will be my hot take I think Bora win more world tour stage races than UAE I'll accept that as a hot take that's for sure Oh, don't what will I, do? I don't know how that will happen. <laughs> uh, let's put it out there. Uh, I think they win. Uh, I think they win Lombardia. Yeah. I think they're the best Italian classics. Uh, I mean, Poggy actually, Poggy and Yates are pretty good. <laughs> Fuck, I'm I'm overriding them now. Um, Zvihov wins the Giro stage. Yeah, I'll take that. They should send the all the German all stars to uh, to the Giro. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. What else can we say? I reckon they got the zero shot, keeping Roglic safe. They got to send him to GP Denag, again. that was an epic race with Roglic in it. He, he was cooking, dude. He, he nearly won GP Denag. Yeah, yeah, he was fucking good. And even in the cobble stage in the tour, he was in the front group. He actually wasn't doing anything wrong. Yeah, <laughs> he just got. So yeah, I actually, I don't just, I don't assume Rose to hit the gravel and just go, ah, and like, <laughs> like, he'll be front group, like he's yeah. punchy rider. The issue is not the gravel, the issue is the it's running the sprint to the stages. gravel. Yeah, yeah, it's not the gravel, it's, it's the sprint stages, the hectic and the flat and that stuff. Um, so, we'll see, we'll see. Uh, do you think there'll be a mutiny? Do you think there'll be a mutiny though? Nah. You got no hot takes for them, Benji. Alright, that's Bora Hans Gross I, I, I said a hot take. Zvihov Giro stage. Oh, Zvihov, no, he's a fucking good rider. Come on. Jungles I'll, wins, I'll give, I don't fucking know. Jungles wins Tour Thank of you for reminding Is that me. good enough? Is that good enough? Yeah, that's actually, finally we're getting some hot takes <laughs> out of you. Bob Jungles. Bob wins Renui Tour, okay? <laughs> no, that's Benji, let's be, let's be serious. It's a serious podcast. <laughs> yeah, I reckon Jungles will go classics now. And he'll be their best rider. Uh, okay, that's all from the Borhans. Go preview. Big changes. Biggest transfer, I think, of the last five years at least. 
I uh, can't wait to see how it pans out. Definitely good for neutral fans next year, and uh, I can't wait for that Tour de France battle. Hopefully they all get to the start line without issues. Thanks for listening, as always, and we'll see you with the Alto Marche Circus Wanti Gobert Materia hey. Tom DeVrint special when? Circus is gone. Are they? They are. Spoilers. Okay, well, we're about to discuss who what a circus is. Until then, ciao. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.